Meet your midweek anchor. Anchorology is a faith-based podcast curated to serve you with bi-weekly strength talks, be a place of relevance, and a well of encouragement. Each episode seeks to uplift, challenge, and propel you forward as you navigate and journey through different seas and seasons of life. So welcome to Anchorology, the podcast with your host, Tiffany Leggett. Let's start the show. Hey, hey, and welcome to Anchorology, the podcast with your host, Tiffany Leggett. What is up, y'all? I am so glad to be behind the mic this week. Um, One of the main reasons why I'm glad is because, y'all, I was sick. I don't know what is going on in this air. It's a lot going on, but it got your girl under the weather. So for about a good week, uh, maybe a good week and a half since last Monday, I've kind of been feeling the effects of something, but I am back. I am well, and I am so grateful um, because I wanted to do the podcast over the weekend However, I was so congested and just still not feeling my best. So I had to wait for my voice to clear up so that it would not be a distraction and um, so that I could, you know, record the podcast as clear as I could. So I am here. I'm ready to get into today's episode and I hope that you are too. So first of all, let's go ahead and go here. I do want to say thank you so much for your continued support for the podcast. I do appreciate you all for rocking with me now for about three months, almost four months. So thank you all so much. Um, I really do appreciate you all. And maybe you are catching the podcast for the first time. I do pray that you will go back and get caught up with the other shows and that you will ultimately subscribe. And also feel free to rate, review, and share the podcast as well. Also, another reminder, if you happen to um, have a question, if you want to hear my perspective of a topic on the show, or if you just want to say, hey, girl, hey, or if you have a prayer request, please feel free to email me at hello at anchorology.com. Or if you follow me on IG, feel free to send me a DM. My DM and my email is open for you all. So if you ever want to reach out again, say, hey, have any questions, um, have prayer requests, my inbox and my um, DM is open. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Now, I know from the episode title, a lot of you was like, mm, this is going to be a heavy episode. It's not meant to be as heavy as you may intend it to be, but I want to give some insight on grief that I know changed my life. Okay. Um, and the reason why I'm doing this episode today is because next Wednesday, August 30th, it's National Grief Awareness Day. And being that we're not having a podcast next week, um, I wanted to go ahead and do a podcast this week to kind of um address that and to um share in that awareness because again, I know the awareness that I received about grief, it literally changed my life. So that's why I'm here today to kind of share that insight, to educate, to give valuable information that I once did not know as it relates to grief. And maybe it will help you as well because there is good in grief. I know that grief is heavy. It's uncomfortable. I know that it's something that we try to avoid. However, grief is good. 
experiencing grief, it can be good. It's not so much of a bad thing and how we make it. So that's what I want to um, just give you insight on today. So I know that some of you may be grieving now. Um, There may be things going on that I am not aware of. And if you feel that this show today will be too much for you, if you don't feel, you know, strong enough emotionally to handle it today, I absolutely understand. I do pray that you would come back on a day where you feel like feel that you can take it. Um, But I really, really because I really want to get this information to you because I may expound on some things or talk about some things that you really had not thought about as it relates to grief. Okay, so if you need to pass today, I totally understand. But please find time for you to come back and listen to the episode when you're able to digest it a little bit better, because I do feel that this information will help everyone who listens. Now, I also want to say that this will probably be a two-part show. So I will, the first part will be today and then the next part will be um, week after next. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Good grief. Like Tiffany, how in the world can you say good grief? Grief is something that has a negative connotation to it. And we, and it is because we are aware of the uncomfortable, the hard, the heavy emotions that we feel when it comes to grief. However, all of that is part of our ability to be human. It's part of our ability to be human. And of course, we like to avoid pain. We like to avoid sadness and negative emotions. So anytime we um, experience things that kind of brings those type things up, we uh, kind of shy away from it and we call it bad or we say that it's negative, but grief is actually good. So that's what we're going to hop into today. First, let me share a little bit about how I became acquainted with the new perspective on grief. And then we would get into um, the show. A few years ago, um, just a few years ago, I went through a, a relationship ended, like ended. Um, there was something that had taken place that it was just a final straw. And the relationship that I had known at that time was no longer and I knew it. And so um, I, you know, went through that, but I went through it for a long period of time. I was experiencing emotions that I felt that. I'm not sure I understand. Sorry, Siri wants to talk. Um, I have felt emotions that um, I, I expected to feel, but I did not know that I would feel those emotions for as long as I did. So by the time that um, I started feeling like it was dragging out, I was like, okay, I need to talk to someone and I need to see about getting some help. So I am an advocate for therapy. I had gone to therapy previously um, before this situation occurred. However, my therapist wasn't a good fit. So I just kind of chilled on it for a while. Um, But when this happened, um, it happened kind of right smack dab in the middle of COVID. And so I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to see about getting therapy. But at that time, due to COVID happening, a lot of people were getting therapy because of, you know, the climate of the world at that time. And so everyone was getting therapy. So when I tried to reach out to a couple of therapists that I thought would fit my needs, 
both of them had wait list. Um, another one had a wait list and I'm like, man, and their list, their wait list did not open until, um, sometime in 2021. So I'm like, man, so I knew I needed some type of help, but I said, okay, I just, I just said I was going to, you know, try another time because even looking for the therapist, trying to find the one that was right, um, or that I felt was right for me, it, it was just kind of exhausting on top of what I was already feeling. So I just said, I'll, I'll, you know, put off the search and I'll get back to it later. Well, here we come month three and I'm still feeling exactly how I felt. I was still feeling as if the situation that had occurred had occurred that same day in month three. Right. And so I said, okay. And I was tired of feeling this way, but I could not help myself. I could not help myself. Um, I really wasn't talking to a lot of people about it just because I'm that type of person. I try to get through it first. Um, and if then, if I can't get through it, I may open up about it, but I like to, I honestly like to get through things first and then share about it. I know that may not be everyone else's case, but that is my case. So um, I'm like, okay, I, I need help. And so I remember it was a Sunday evening after church. I was sitting at my kitchen table and I was like, God, I need you to help me. I need to know exactly what it is I'm dealing with because this thing is about to take me under. And I feel like I can um conquer this thing and and for me to be dealing with this thing three months later as if it just happened yesterday I just feel like it's kind of consuming me at this point so I need you to help me and so I, I remember asking God I said God what is this because y'all I could not describe it I really couldn't even if someone asked me Tiffany what what are you experiencing what are you going through I wouldn't be able to tell them and or it wouldn't make sense if I tried. So I remember so clearly that the Lord told me, Tiffany, you are grieving the hope of possibility. Y'all, when the spirit told me that a weight was literally lifted off of my shoulders because I finally had found language to what I was experiencing, what he said was exactly what I was experiencing. And I was so shocked at the immediate relief that I felt. I remember question. I said, God, what did you say? And he said that you are grieving the hope of possibility. And so let me go ahead and tell you all what, what this, what he meant by that. Um, with this particular relationship, I had hope that it would possibly end another way than the way that it did. I was holding on and waiting of the possibility of us getting back to how we used to, that um, that's what kept me going. And once this particular situation happened and I knew it was the end, that hope died. And so I was literally grieving the hope of possibility. And I'm sure that there are many of you that can relate that there is something that you were anticipating, that you had been waiting on, that you were looking forward to, but something happened and it completely just the, the, the whole plan, all of your hope, all of your anticipation just completely um, was destroyed. And so that's exactly where I found myself. And I was so glad that I cried 
And I honestly can feel emotions coming up now because I just remember the relief that I felt when he shared that with me. And so he said, I'm grieving. I said, I'm grieving. I was like, I, I didn't think I was grieving. And so I said, okay. So I was like, God, what do I do next? And so I started to um, get on the computer and I started to look into grief. And so um, I remember typing in, how do I get help with grief? And grief counseling came up. Now, y'all, I have always been aware of grief counseling. It's, it's something that's not foreign to me. But sometimes when you're in situations, everything is kind of becomes you're blinded by certain things, even um, common sense sometimes it seems so far off because you can be so consumed in what you're dealing with. So, you know, when, when I saw grief counseling, I'm like a, a light went off and I'm like, Oh yeah. And so, um, let me say this. So I went to, um, so I started looking up grief counseling in the area. And this is so funny because when I was looking up a therapist, I didn't want a therapist around here, but when the Lord told me what I was dealing with, I was so ready to confront it that I said, you know what? It does not matter where this person is. I know that a lot of people are doing telecommunications now, televisits over the computer, over the phone, whatever I need to do, I'm all open. So I looked it up in my area and I found someone who was a woman who was African-American. And I just felt like we I just felt drawn to her. And y'all, it was so much of God in this moment because when I reached out to her, her process of someone contacting her to go through this particular um, service with her, that was no longer. She had a whole entire process, but for some reason, I found a old process and I was able to get through. She was like, girl, I don't even know how you reach me this way because I don't even use that anymore. She said, I thought I, I shut that um, avenue down. And so I was so grateful to God that he just kept everything open so I could get through. So I, I, I talked to her, I got the services that I need and y'all my day, my life changed upon having that service with her. And so that's, kind of where my relationship with grief kind of took a change. Now let's go ahead and jump into it. Grief is a natural and a normal emotional response to that of a loss. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Grief is a natural and a normal emotional response to that of a loss. Now, when I say that, it's literally what it says. It's an emotional response that's natural and normal, meaning that it's human, that is common, that is something that can be expected at some point or another. And in other words, if you are breathing, if you are human, you will at some point feel this emotion. Now, due to many of us only associating grief with someone's passing, and entering their eternal rest, we oftentimes do not realize that we are experiencing grief. So we will find ourselves misdiagnosing or mislabeling our emotions or what we feel when we're actually feeling grief, not what we think it is. And so until we become aware so that we can have the language to what we are feeling, we will always 
um, mislabel exactly what it is that we're feeling. So what I'm saying is that's just like me going to the doctor and I'm telling the doctor that my foot hurts, but it's actually my heart that hurts. If it's my heart that hurts, I need to tell him that it's my heart because him treating my foot, is not going to do anything for my heart. So that's why I want to talk about grief today, because many of you may be experiencing grief, but you're labeling it as depression. You're labeling it as anxiety. You're labeling it as um, you being lazy. You're labeling it as uh, being unstable. But all it is is grief. Now, sometimes, you know, some of these things kind of um, coexist. But the root of it, the root of it could be grief. And sometimes when you don't confront it, when you don't deal with it, when you don't get to the bottom of it, it can fester into other things. So that's why I want to give you this insight today, because I want you to have the same knowledge that I have. Because, again, grief is an emotional response that's normal, that's natural to that of a loss. So anytime you experience a loss, a detachment, a disconnection, anytime you experience a change in habit, anytime you experience a change in pattern or behavior, you are subject to grieve. A lot of people just feel that grieve is only relates to when someone physically passes. But no, anytime that you experience a loss, you are subject to grieve. Now, I know some of you that listen to the podcast, there are some of you that I'm sure I do not even know. Um, well, I'm well, I'm a hundred percent positive that there are many of you that I don't know. Um, when I look at where the podcast has reached. So shout out to you all. Um, but even though I don't know you, I can honestly say that we all are a hundred percent grievers because we all have at one point or another, or we will experience some type of loss. Now, some losses are a little bit more obvious than others, um, especially as it relates to the loss of a loved one, the loss of whether it's a family member or a friend or someone you are connected to or a pet. Now, of course, those are obvious reasons as to why someone will experience grief or someone will you know, enter into the grieving process because a lot of times that's the only avenue that a lot of people associate with grieving is someone passing. However, some of the not so obvious reasons or losses that we experience that may cause us to grieve is, um, of course, a separation or a divorce spouses um, separating or getting a divorce, of course, that will bring up emotions of grief because it's the ending. It's like the death of something that was created between two people, the memories that um, fall in that, the um, patterns and the family traditions that have fallen in that, all of that is no longer. So it's literally like a death. Also, when romantic partners break up, Whenever boyfriend and girlfriend are together, then they decide to break up and go their separate ways. Even if you were the one that broke up with the other or not, you are subject to experiencing some type of level of grief. Now, whether you choose to feel it 
that's on you. Whether you choose to avoid it, that's on you. But some emotions are going to pop up. That's the same way with platonic friendships. You fall out with your homeboy or your homegirl. Listen, there have been times where friendships, we have fallouts for whatever reason. Y'all, that is some of the most hurtful, some of the most hurtful seasons of my life because, you know, there was a time where we, you know, hung together, where we were always together at each other's house, where um, we were on the phone 24-7. Um, anytime something excited happened, anytime you saw your crush, you know, you wanted to let your best friend know. But when you have fallouts or when you experience certain things within your relationship that brings up kind of those weird dynamics, and when something happens and you can't call them, you're reminded like, wow, like we ain't even dealing with each other. And that can bring up different type of emotions of grief. So, you know, and it's, and just, and uh, let me go back to um, like the, the ending, the divorce or separating or um, breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Those relationships can also I don't want to say it can be harder because you really can't judge um, anyone's grief process, but sometimes those types of endings can be a little more difficult to deal with because they're still living. I'm sure there are many of you who have had to, it doesn't just have to be this particular um, dynamic. But it can be other relationship dynamics. Maybe you don't have that mother-daughter relationship that you wish you had with your mom. Maybe you don't have that mother, um, that uh, daughter-father or, you know, whatever type or or sister-sister, brother-brother, whatever type of relationship that you yearn after or maybe has ended, those people, they're still alive. And so when you have to grieve someone that, is still living, that's still on top of this earth, that you can go to the grocery store and that you can run into them or you can go to the stop sign and you can look to your right and they're right there because that literally happened to me with that um, that story that I was telling you all about in the beginning of the show. That particular person right smack dab in the middle of my process, I stopped at the light and I just happened to look because a car had pulled over. Thankfully, that person wasn't looking at me but I looked over in the nick of time where I saw them and my heart was literally about to jump out of my chest, but thank God the light had turned green. So literally grieving the living, grieving someone who you can see and can bump into at any time. That's very difficult. (laughs) y'all. That's very, very difficult. And you have to be able to, grieve healthy. You know, that's why I'm giving you this information. We won't be able to talk. We won't talk about, um, you know, uh, coping with grief and things that you can do to deal with it until the next episode. But all of this stuff happens. And this is stuff that you experience and you kind of sometimes keep it to yourself because you don't know if anybody else can relate or honestly, you don't even equate it to grieving. But I'm here to provide that perspective and that insight and that education that, yeah, when you are out in the mall and you see an ex and emotions pop up, maybe you want to cry. Maybe you feel angered. That's grief. That's grief. All different types of emotion that you experience with grief. And so, and you're not crazy for feeling it. You're not, um, 
you know, I'm going, uh, you know, not mentally stable because you feel it. Um, you, it's just part of the, the human process and different things that we deal with in life. So that's why I wanted to make sure that I provided this episode for you so that you could also have this information. Um, but other things, other losses that you experienced that may cause you to grieve, um, medical issues, whether you have been injured, um, and, and you now have medical inju- um, injuries or medical issues or whether you have had surgery and now you can you're no longer able to do things that you could do before you had the surgery or um, say if you had to um, get a, a, a leg amputated or something. And now before you had gotten sick, you were able to do things on your own. But now you have to depend on people that can bring up emotions of grief. Whether you've lost a job, if you've got fired from a job or you got laid off, that can bring up emotions of grief. If you have um, have had to relocate, you know, just like me, I am, I will soon be moving into another place. And um, I just had to text my landlord this week to let them know that I'm going to be moving. I gave them my 30 day notice. And me sending that text was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. I've been living here where I am for a while. And so when I sent that text or when I was typing it, I literally felt myself getting emotional because when I think about everything that I have obtained and everything that I experienced while living here, it kind of just brought up emotions. And I'm like, wow, you know, and I I never thought that I would be as emotional as I was. And it literally took me a few minutes to send the text. I typed the text and I held on to it for like three to five minutes before I sent it because I'm like, wow. And even when they... Uh, when my landlords responded back, I, I could just even talk with them. They were like, wow, we're so sorry to see you, um, to see you leave. You were an amazing tenant. And just like all of that, it just kind of brought up emotions. And I had to remind myself, Tiffany, feel your emotions because you're grieving and you have a right to grieve. You are moving from an area that you have lived for so long. So your pattern is about to change. You're not about to be beside the neighbors that look out for you. So all of this stuff is normal. Um, whether you have, um, you know, those of you who have children, your children are growing up, you know, school is about to start back. They're, they're going to um, higher grades. You know, you can grieve the time of, you know, they're no longer your baby anymore. You won't be able to hold them in your arms and, and they fall asleep on your chest, you know, like a newborn baby or like an infant. Now, you know, they're, they're growing up, they're, um, evolving, they're developing. And you can see that, you know, and, and then, you know, a, a lot of people talk about how once they get to a certain age, they don't want to take pictures on the first day of school. And, and, you know, all of that, they don't want you to walk in the classroom with them. So all of that stuff can kind of bring up emotions because, you know, it's, it's like a loss. It's, it's although they're still, you know, they'll be in your life and they'll be in your heart and they'll be around. It's just those experiences you know, they're, they're growing up. And so that could cause you to feel, um, grief. And I'm going to end up stopping here, um, uh, because I don't want this show to be that long, but even family relationships, I think I kind of touched on it that maybe, um, uh, family relationships are estranged for one re- reason or another, or maybe you have fallouts with your family, whether it's a mother, a sister, brother, auntie, uncle, a cousin, 
and um, you haven't been able to get back on um, that path that you once had, that relationship that you once had, or maybe you never had like that type of relationship with certain family members that you've always wanted and people, you know, friends and other people have always had that particular relationship with their parents or their brothers or their sisters that you have not been able to experience yourself. You have a right to grieve. I myself, I lost my brother at a young age. I often think about how it would be if I had a, if my brother was around now, you know, at times that I was dealing with um, male uh, issues and I wanted a man's perspective. Didn't want to always go to my dad because my dad be ready to, you know, come up on somebody for messing over their daughter. But I just wanted to have that, you know, have that brotherly relationship and to know that I had a brother, but you know, he was killed and there was nothing I could do about it. But, you know, I, I oftentimes, even now I, I just find myself thinking, how would it be if my brother was still here? And so there are so many things, even things that I didn't even say um, that can allow you to experience emotions of grief. But y'all, it's okay. It's okay. And the good thing about it is once you know that you are experiencing grief, there is help. There is tips around what you're experiencing to help you overcome it and to deal with it and to be able to cope with it better. So I'm going to go ahead and stop here. I'm going to go ahead and stop here. Um, I hope that some of you are able to relate to, well, all of you, honestly, but I hope that many of you are able to relate to today's episode and today's episode kind of gave you clarity or some insight on what you have been experiencing. Because again, we only kind of associate grief and grieving with that of someone passing, but there are so many other reasons as to why we could feel emotions of grief. And we have to allow ourselves to deal with these emotions, not avoid them, but we have to find ourselves dealing with them. Because again, anytime we avoid these human, normal, and natural emotions, we are negating our ability to be human. So I pray that today's episode has been valuable and insightful. I pray that it has possibly given you solutions or answers as to feelings that you have been feeling and you did not know what to call it or you didn't have the language to put to it. Maybe you were calling it something else or naming it something else or diagnosing it as something else, but only to find out you were simply grieving. And if you are, you're in a good place to feel your emotions, to process your emotions, and to be able to cope with your emotions in a healthy way is the good part about feeling emotions. So that's why I wanted to provide this insight, this knowledge, this education, so that whether you find yourself dealing with grief now or whether you will deal with it later, you can have this knowledge, this information, this insight under your belt. So thank you so much for your time. I look forward to ending these two-part series in a couple of weeks and thank you so much for tuning in to anchorology the podcast